At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it's Naylor. I have a big favor to ask of you. I know you just clicked play on this podcast, but before you get settled in, can you do me a big favor and go into the app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe? And while you're there, click download so you don't get any interruptions due to spotty service. This way you can fully enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Here we go. Well, thanks, guys, for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR, and I'm here with a few guests down in North Carolina. We're here with Mitchell, Casey, and Tyler. How's it going, guys? Happy to be here. What's going on? What's going on? So why don't you go ahead around the room and introduce yourself. Mitchell? Uh, I'm Mitchell Gordy, owner of Mitchell's Lawn Care LLC and here in High Point, North Carolina, Uh, finishing up my 10th season. and. uh yeah, that's just a quick introduction. Yeah. What about you, Casey? Casey Turner, Turner's Yards and Mower 2, uh, 24 years in the industry and going on full-time four years. Nice. Tyler? And Tyler Dixon with the Dixon & Company. We're going into our fifth season, veteran-owned, and do a lot of concrete. Awesome. So um, I just kind of wanted to go into a little bit of the backstory for you guys, those that have never maybe heard uh, any of your story. I know, Mitchell, you've been recently on a lot of different platforms talking about different various things about kind of your progression to where you're at now and everything. Um, But even still, there might be someone that didn't hear that story. So, you know, we're always trying to recap a little bit and kind of give that brief origin story, uh, especially for you guys, Casey and Tyler, uh, if you haven't really kind of spoken about your story or your business and and that whole structure recently or or that often so i want to get take this opportunity here for you guys to talk about that a little bit so tyler why don't we start with you what's what uh what do you how did you get into this business and 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 kind of give us that whole backstory if you don't mind so uh the business just kind of fell into my lap one day you know i used to sell insurance as an insurance broker here in north carolina you know, if anyone knows that, it's a lot of sales, you know, going door to door, knocking. Yeah. You know, so we did a lot of bit of that. And then uh, one day I was out selling the insurance and saw 10 lawn care trucks pass me within about 10 minutes. It's like, you know what? I got a small family and need some extra income. So I uh, called up a buddy. He had a lawnmower for sale for 50 bucks. Bought it. Called up another buddy who uh, did real estate. Started uh, doing foreclosure properties for him and. Things just started snowballing, and I got more involved with the social media aspect of it. Um, within the first few months, you know, got heavily involved with the Instagram, started really building my profile, then ended up meeting Mitchell. Saw him on a job site one day, and I knew, uh, you know, I knew he had a business because I have a friend who just lives a few doors down from him. So I was always over here and around, and I uh, saw him out on a property he does in high point one day and just stopped and started talking to him made friends with him 
and uh, been friends ever since. Is that the dentist office? Yeah, yeah it was a dentist office yeah. when you out there with uh, that's like your four, year, you remember four years ago. Old truck you had. Yeah, what was that's that the thing? one that that's the one that you showed me the dentist office when I was here for getting another pro right. And you had all those bushes that you trim yeah. and everything. Yeah, yep. Hey, he had his big old Chevy out there, <laughs> and <laughs> he was on a tractor, and I just pulled up in my truck and introduced myself and. Was he solo at that point still? No. Oh. no that's, yeah, that's when he that's actually when just had started like full-time. full crews. Or he that's had probably one a big, big property anyway. Yeah. Four-man crew at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, that yeah. Probably pro- that probably property is probably a beast if you were by yourself anyway, right? Or take uh, you all day no, by not yourself. Not the dentist's office, no. No. Uh, I, I think you're thinking of somewhere else, but uh, um, this is just a dentist's office off of Main Street that I, we did the just landscaping. We didn't oh, do any okay. turf maintenance there, but that's where he saw me. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, we just been friends ever since, and uh, got what, what, him. what did you say? What was the first thing you said? Like, hey man, like, like, how did you break that I, ice? I was like, yo, he, I was like, where's Mitchell at? And because I was pulled up to talk to John, John was the first person that saw me, and he's like, he's coming on the tractor. So I was like, okay, well, I'm, I just want to say hey to him. And so he came driving around on a tractor. I had sent him a message, and he told me to stop by, and. Uh, so yeah, just I was like, hey, I just wanted to introduce myself. I know you're busy, and that was it. Just like we started being friends, and then uh, started getting heavy in the social media. Helped get him rolling when we Tyler first started. The reason that I like, was I'm on the reason he yeah. got started in really? social media. Yeah, what 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 made you get into into social media, Blake? Blake Hawthorne? No. Or Blake B&B? Yeah. Blake, Blake got me into it, man. Because <laughs> like, you saw him on social media, and you're like, man, that's awesome. And, you know, I started my own company. Well, that's all Blake does is mow. Yeah. You know? Right. And so he, he was the only one. Per, he was really the only person producing content. Yeah. And so I just started watching it. I just fell in love with the whole industry. And so yeah. that was, like, really in the beginning times. That it was, was a, yeah, So you're was one a, of the OG followers I'm, there. Yeah, I guess one of the pioneers. <laughs> yeah, I guess you, you, were, you were watching everybody <laughs> like, just I came get started. In, I was in when uh, Lawn Freak, like, had just got out. Oh, Geek to Freak? Yeah, Geek yeah. to Freak. When he yeah, had yeah. just got out, so I you at least knew. In. you at least knew of so him. So it was, like, the only main people doing it was Blake, uh, Stan, only Stan Eaton. Mm-hmm. He had 20,000 followers at this point. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't even doing a whole lot of knowing <laughs> nah, anyway. Exactly. He had so a mix like, of stuff. Yeah. Got, I told Mitch, I was like, hey, man, you know, get on social media. He's like, why? <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing good without it. He was like, like, I don't yeah, need yeah. it. I was like, well, I know Instagram, you don't need it. <laughs> I was like, but dude, I was like, I've built my business to where it is because of it. I was like, you can always get more business, right? He was like, I'll look into it. Yeah. And just. Slowly, over time, every time I'm like, "Yo, dude, let you should uh, look into YouTube." I got time for that. <laughs> I did it for a long time. <laughs> like, and then a few months later, you see him like, "Hey, so about this YouTube thing?" <laughs> or, like it was always something like that. But we just yeah. been friends, and then through him, I met Casey. Uh, and then, I mean, like Casey said, we have this North Carolina long group. Mm-hmm. And he's actively in it. He's one of the pioneers of Casey's. One of the pioneers of yeah. you know, starting that group. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, all started talking and hanging out and lean, you know, leaning on each other a little bit. Yeah. You know, when I needed tractor work or something like that, he had the tractor. I know Casey uses Mitchell for the same thing. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen that a bunch on on Mitchell's uh, Instagram over yeah. the years. You and know, like helping you out, helping you out, helping you know yeah, different yeah. people locally. Yeah, we try to bounce uh, work off. Of and each he's other. not out charging 
you know, out an arm and a leg trying to, you know, right. make, a, make a huge profit, profit of it yeah. on us. You know what I right, mean? He's, right. you know, He's just trying to help you guys out. It helps him out and he helps us out. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep that tractor moving. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> so the business yeah. just started growing uh, one thing after another. And then I started getting more interested in the hardscapes and stuff. So once I started getting that entrance, that's when my company really started to evolve mm. into what it is now. And and that was because you said the other Blake, Blake Hawthorne, yeah, you, Blake you bumped Hawthorne into him and GIE and yeah. And, and that's how you kind of started getting, you, you, did you like know about him before GIE from social media? Like when he started so, doing stuff two years ago at GIE, I was, I was vlogging and filming. So he sought me out. Oh, gotcha. He knew of me. Oh, from, cause you have your social media presence. Following. Yeah. So he was one of my followers and he sought me out. And, you know, we did a little vlog together, you know, did an intro, posted it back then and mm-hmm. everything. And uh, a few months later, he hit me up and said, yo, he was like, you interested in concrete? I was like, yeah, I'm a little bit interested in concrete. What you got going on? And he showed me. It's been history since. So we started, I went down to Arkansas, went to his house, to his shop. And uh, we did a big old training event down there. And he brought us in befriended us you know, super swell guy for sure yeah and uh fell in love with concrete and so now that's kind of the direction we we still do all the lawn maintenance that we did and you know, i still got crews that run that um but the passion is that niche that we're doing is you know the water features and the concrete yeah so that's kind of where that. we are today yeah, so and i've been seeing that on instagram too like so you, you take like concrete and you make it almost look like like stones or, or patio pavers or whatever. Like what's, what's the philosophy with that? Is that the concrete so, work that you're talking about mainly yeah. versus like driveways or something exactly, like that? Exactly. Versus driveways. So yeah. we take regular concrete, we add a chemical to it when it gets to our sites and then it forms into a you know, polar, polar, a polymet, more of a polymetric mm-hmm. feel to it. And, uh, it hardens it. It allows it to get stronger um, but it also allows it to be more of a peanut butter consistency versus, you know, a higher slump that's going to be more liquid like. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows you to maybe sculpt it and shape exactly. it a little more. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. It allows us to yeah. carve it because of how it sets up this chemical that we put into it, sets it up a whole lot slower, but faster at the same time. So yeah. in the beginning, it starts slow. But once we're an hour into it, all of a sudden there's like a flip, a light switch. And now it starts hardening up faster for us to get in there, carve it, and get it fully formed where we want it. And then we're able to mold it and fully customize it into really whatever you want it to be. So it's, uh, it's basically like from, it's like sculpture. It really is. Yeah. It's art. That's awesome. You know, so when someone gets a wall, they're not buying a retaining wall. And that, that's one of the hardest things like around here is like people like, oh, I want a retaining wall. Okay, we can do a black retaining wall. Yeah, but I like the way you carve it. Okay, well, that's an art piece. So it's like we can't replicate the exact same thing twice. Right. When we it's go like out a there painting, to drawing, sculpting, exactly. yeah, when we go out there to get you a wall, you're getting a one of a kind feature that we're going to design together and then we're going to make it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's an awesome upsell. Like, I mean, that's, you could charge premium for that because now mm-hmm. as long as the, they understand, like you're getting a one of a kind. So, I mean, everyone wants to be like everyone else to a certain extent, but at the same time, they, it's kind of cool. Like they, they all want to have a retaining wall, but it's cool to know that 
you know, my neighbors aren't going to ever be able to have the exact same retaining wall, or at least exactly. people like me, I would be that customer. Like, you know, I want to be a little unique, like, yeah, we all want to podcast or have a retaining mm-hmm. wall, but how do I put my spin on it? So something like That's that. That's like what you awesome. were saying about your podcast you right. know, when we were talking before the show. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I would be one of those people that would really appreciate that kind of uniqueness, even though it's still a retaining wall. And that's really but, why we got into it. We got into this because there wasn't anyone around here actively doing it. If they were, you didn't know about it, mm-hmm. you know, until I, I came on, done. you know what I mean? You know, and then I came on the scene and started, you know, after I got trained, I started sharing it. And at first people are like, what is that? You know, I don't really know what that is. I'm a <laughs> right. little, I'm a little gun shy with that stuff. Right. You yeah. know, how does that even work? Yeah. Especially when you talk to a concrete guy who's done this for 30 years mm-hmm. or who's done concrete for 30 years. And you say, Hey, I can make that stand up without a form. Yeah. He's like, he's going to have a hard time believing. It. Yeah. So how did you <laughs> overcome the, those? What are some things you did? We're just now overcoming it. Okay. I'll so be honest it time. with you. It's, it's taken me a little over two years just to get the market to soften up and accept it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's well, not been easy. The uh, first year we didn't even sell a job. So as you sell jobs, has that made it easier? Like then you, like I see it on is. Instagram, you post that stuff constantly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess, just by default, the more you do, the more people are like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then it opens up the conversation. And Exactly. More you get people that portfolio, are, that resume. Yeah. yeah. Even though we've got a portfolio across the country that we can show and, you know, of what the product looks like when it's finished, mm-hmm. it's hard to show, you know, if Monet said he could paint really good, but you've never seen Monet's painting. Right. You don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. So, and then that was from, from Blake Hawthorne. Yeah. From Blake. All and that. The, what we do is called stonemakers. Mm-hmm. So um, we are certified stonemaker dealers. Uh, we're one of the only ones in North Carolina. There's a few down towards the coast. Um, and there's a few guys that I've seen around the Charlotte area as well. Mm-hmm. But um, we do everything retaining walls. We did a fire pit or a fireplace, a fire pit. Uh, I just did a bubbling rock patio. Uh, we can carve the patios as well. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So everything on that first, on that project that we just did at the high rock lake, a hundred percent of it's concrete, a hundred percent of it was hand carved and none of it was done with a form. Wow. I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be curious about this that are listening. So where, where, you know, before we forget at the end, where, where's the best place for them to find more information about this, your Instagram. Yeah, I mean, any social media, you can search at Dixon teams or hashtag Dixon teams. Yeah. And it'll connect you to us. So we're Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube. Awesome. Email as well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> D all the above. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1500 to 3500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. 
That's therampwreck.com, and of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Hey guys, it's Naylor. Has there ever been a guest that you were listening to on a podcast that you wanted to ask a question that just wasn't asked? Well, now is your opportunity. Send me an email at lawncarerookie at gmail.com. Tell me who you want me to interview, what question you want to ask them, and for that matter, if there's any questions you have for me that you want me to answer, and I may give you a call and answer the questions live on the air. All right, Casey, what, what, what about you? When's, uh, what's your backstory and how did you get into this industry? Backstory. I think he was born on a lawnmower. Uh, I was going to say, were you born <laughs> into it? He was conceived on yeah. a lawnmower. I mean, I know. I, you know. <laughs> he came out the shoot of the X marker wall. Uh, I mean, I may know the answers to these questions, but I'm just, you know, for folks that don't yeah. necessarily know, I'm just trying to throw it out there and oh, yeah. give you You're the opportunity. Um, <laughs> basically, in 96, when I started in middle school, uh, my dad started up a lawn care company and um, it just kind of blossomed from there i guess you could say um dad did it full time for 10 years all through high school which is where i met mitchell and we kind of lost track there for a little bit when he went off to college so you met um, you met mitchell in high school yeah oh sweet we've known each other since 98 oh wow i think is when i started nice but um dad did that and i did it as little as possible to get through high school just so i could get out that six period to go to work um but like I said, dad was doing it for about 10 years solo by himself. And I was helping him as soon as I'd get out and on the weekends or whatnot. Um, we took, I worked full time for two years right after high school and decided, well, we lost a large account, lost the drive. And we both had to find 40 hour jobs elsewhere, but we still kept the side hustle as we call it nowadays. Mm-hmm. And we uh, started working at a golf course here in Greensboro, a country club, probably one of the higher end in the state that had a very well, very well enough budget that they could keep up with everything. Um, and while working there, I decided to go back to school and get my turf degree. Okay. When I finally finished that up, I was still at the golf course and there was nowhere for me to go up in management there at all. So I went out into the commercial world. Still helping dad on the side. Dad's still doing it on the side. He actually just retired. Oh, so just this is all recent. Like he was doing it on the side until he just retired. Yeah, well, like, he's right. still doing he's it still on the side. He's still doing it. He's still doing it on the side because he's retired from the golf course uh, now after gotcha. 15, 16 years, I think is what it was. Gotcha. And he was doing like all the turf yeah. stuff there, right? Yeah. But um, we did that forever. Um, but I worked in the commercial world for the Bud Group for eight years. And then I went to Brightview, a.k.a. Brickman, mm. for four worst months of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely a different world, I can imagine. But the Bud Group, I started at truck driver, running a crew, to assistant groundskeeper at High Point University for almost seven years. And um, then, I, like I said, I went to Brightview, and then I became a regional district manager for ERMC, taking care of shopping centers and college grounds around here traveling most over the state to help out because we had another division elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But in 2013, when I got married, my dad and I split the company down the middle. I took the high end residual. He took the low end residual. Okay. And then I just grew from that and 
about three years in, it was time to make or break. And I decided to break and go off on my own. And yeah, now I'm going into four years on working by myself and solo and it just got large, but I've had to follow Mitchell here a little bit and start downsizing because I had anxiety attack last year after getting injured and rushing around, getting so much stuff done. I had too yeah. much to do, especially after I got injured and it just kept coming back and bite me. Yeah. Yeah. So That's when have, mistakes happen when you get overwhelmed and rushing around for sure. But you gotta, sometimes you just got to learn to say no <laughs> instead of yes. It's yeah, really it's hard. hard yeah. That's the hardest thing. We out. all talk yeah. about that. I talk about it all the time for every no, you get like three yeses, you know, yep. but it's like, is that even what you want? You know, yeah. sometimes you just want a hard stop. You know, you're like, wait, no, like no means no. I don't want three yeah. yeses, but it's like, my thing is like, say no to like the stuff that really doesn't fit to leave room for three yeses of what you actually want. But yeah. sometimes we, you just have to hard stop, you know, just well, say see, no and, to everything for yeah. a little bit. And, that's, a and that's where Mitchell and Tyler come into play is, we were, they had their own niche, what they wanted to do. Mitchell's finally gotten into that and he knows what he wants to do now. Mm-hmm. He's going back to solo. He's liking it. Tyler's figured out what he wants to do and he's doing it. He's mm-hmm. got his long crew, but he's liking the hardscapes and he's going that route. And I'm the one that's wanted to do the long care and the turf treatments. So, so that's, yeah. So that's, that's like your niche ba- is kind of like everything off each other. And Casey's our go-to and I think Tyler can attest to this. You know, Casey's been our go-to for okay. chemical treatments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though, 100%. you know, we're all certified and licensed to do it. Casey is the walk-in encyclopedia for it. You know, that has the, <laughs> Me and Mitchell took the test yeah. and we passed the that's test. That's it. We're not the scientist that he is. <laughs> right. you know, Casey's right. the scientist. Yeah. He's the bad scientist. Talking yeah. chemical compounds. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah. It's a foreign language. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I got into it at high point just spraying because the boss man didn't have anything to do. And then when I started at ERMC, I learned from my boss there, my regional manager, he's like, mix this and this and this and this in the tank and go to town. And I'm like, uh okay and i did it and i'm like okay this is cool i yeah. think i could get a hold of this so i ended up buying sprayers and fixing them and using them and buying more sprayers and fixing them and using them yeah but oh, now franken mower franken spray <laughs> Good yeah we just have that mentality that you know if if tyler's already established and got the knowledge and know-how and equipment to do something right why am i gonna go waste my time to try and do that too when i can help feed him and his family right. do something, you know, same thing with Casey. I'm not going to go buy sprayers and I, I don't have time for that. You right. know, and we'll get into me in a minute, but he's my go-to for that, you know, and I'm like the strictly just your basic maintenance guy, you know? So sometimes they've come to me and I got the tractor and things, you know, a little thing yeah. like that in the dump trailer. Um, but they've come to me for certain things and just between the three of us, and there's more of this group, you know, mm-hmm. here yeah. locally, mm-hmm. uh, but just between the three of us, since we're in this room together, you know, we've been able to, feed each other with things so it's it's been really cool yeah, yeah. but just going on that now and like i said when i got injured it's like all right when i got injured i had too much going on so beginning of last year i talked to a buddy of mine that's been wanting to start his own company and i'm like instead of you coming and helping me on the weekends get caught up and brush through here i'm gonna sub these out to you I'm going to take $5 off the top, send me a bill. And so far, those clients have been happy. I haven't heard a word from them. And he's getting ready to start next year. And I've downsized. I've done root density. I've gotten back closer to home. I'm pretty much out of, I'm 
pretty much out of Mitchell's territory now. But I don't even care anymore. It, he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> nah, but, he wants three things. <laughs> but I've gotten more higher-end accounts back closer to home, so now I'm not traveling as far. I'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off, making sure I've got you everything. You when you'd see Casey. I could be j- yeah. I could be in Thomasville, and I might still see Casey. <laughs> and that's a good 45-minute drive for me. But yeah. now it's I'm slowing down. I'm not doing as much for everybody as much as taking care of my clients that are trying to take care of me. So now I've slowed down. I'm not taking on as much projects outside of my clients that I was. And it's this year was a lot easier. Last year, this time I was all over the place. My head was still going, but now it's like, all right, now we've got the niche. Let's do lawn care, turf treatments, take care of your clients and don't talk to anybody else. They want something, price it high. If they take it, great, push it out. But it's like I just got done with this project for my pastor, even though we haven't been in church in forever because of COVID. Yeah. But I just got done with that. And you can see that on the Instagram. I just went by and checked it out this morning because of the riverbed I did. I wanted to see how bad it had flooded. Yeah. But now in the wintertime, I'm going to be doing those kind of projects for other people. And then, but my clients that pay me monthly, I'll take care of them first and then do that. But yeah, it's, that's awesome. Um, you know, and, and I think it's, I do similar things up in my area. You know, I've gotten to know different folks just like you guys have. And, and they, everyone kind of has their thing, either different types of equipment, like they've got a big dump trailer, you know what I mean? Or, or they just are specializing in certain things. They want to do this, but not that or whatever. So like, I'll like refer like landscaping stuff mainly to certain people, you know, and like now with leaves, it's like, man, you know, some properties, especially this year, the leaves, a lot of trees just dumped a lot earlier than normal. And there's just a ton of leaves that we could have chipped away at, but now we have this monstrosity of a pile. I'm like, all right, let me see who's available to suck this up for me. You know, and I go through my lit, my handful of, you know, peers that I've gotten to know in my area that have, you know, big dump uh, trailers with the leaf box and all that set up and they come and they take care of it. And, you know, we, so we're like, like you were saying, Mitchell, you know, we kind of feed each other back and forth with different referrals and, or, or just work in general, whether it's a referral or it's just straight up work. Um, but usually that leads to something else. They see them there and the neighbor's like, Hey, do you do this? And, you know, they get work kind of residual from that too, just being on one of my properties and, and maybe even vice versa. So it's, it's a cool thing when, when everyone does that, because we can all win if we work together, you know, instead yeah. of just kind of being, a lot of times we put our, yeah, well, a lot of times we put our heads down and we don't really pay attention. But if you look up every now and again, there's a mm-hmm. lot of good, a lot of things going on that you can be a part of and, and help out. And like well, you people said, the think you're a small business that, oh man, you got to be solo, you know, solo meaning, you know, not that you don't have employees, but that, you know, you're doing this on your own. What they don't realize is that, you know, there might be a whole network of people out there. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people realize about the lawn care community. And it's like watching it grow to what it, what it was to what it is now. It's just been amazing to see the growth that it's produced and how it's brought people together instead of kept us feeling like, you know, now you start a lawn care company. There's no way you can feel like you're alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you were talking earlier about um, just as of like five years ago or six years ago, this camaraderie wasn't here. It wasn't in, wasn't in our industry. It wasn't in our state. But 
as of like 2016, I think it's really started to blow up, especially because of the YouTubers and the social media influencers and that kind of stuff. But it's like I said before the show, our North Carolina lawn care, we're not competitors. We might, there might be a few of those old timers out there that haven't gotten onto Facebook. They're not on social media. They don't rely on the internet, which is the old way of doing things, which worked. And it still works to this day because I do little to no advertising, but I'm busy. But my name's been out there for 20 years compared to Mitchell and Tyler here who have kind of used social media, but they've still used word of mouth. Um, But I haven't advertised and I'm as busy as possible. But our North Carolina lawn care group that we have on Facebook to be in, you have to be in North Carolina and we say you have to hold up pesticide license but it is what it is but you gotta be legit yeah you gotta (laughs) be mostly legit because we have kicked people off that are legit that like to run their mouth (laughs) right the long hair mafia people yeah yeah like the mafia page (laughs) (laughs) but um we're all the time bouncing work off each other i mean there's people in Asheville getting calls about work down on the beach there's people here getting calls about work in the triangle and we're bouncing work off each other left and right on that page. And it stays busy. We yeah. go on there for advice. We go on there to give people work. Plus, I mean, personally, it's like you might get a wrong number phone call to the business phone and be like, yeah, I'm looking for long care. Okay, great. Where are you located? I'm in Raleigh. Yeah. And like for yeah. us, that's like an hour and a half away. I'm like, sorry. Instead yeah, of saying, work. sorry, can't help you a bit. You know, I can say, hey, <clears throat> I got a guy. His name's Chris. And it's hauling and stall. He's in that area. Mm-hmm. I can send you to him. Yep. Nice. So like, we are connected throughout the whole state. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that is and awesome. So not only are we giving the clients and customers more, you know, courtesy and more customer service, we're helping each other out at the same time. Yeah, for sure. That that's, that's a, that's a wide reach right there. So that's, that's awesome. And just a textbook of, you know, how, how you can help each other out and camaraderie, like you said. And I, I feel like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Social media definitely has helped contribute to all of that. Right. You right. know? Yeah. So, I mean, that like, you probably know, obviously not necessarily of each other, but all these other folks that you're talking about, you probably stumbled upon them with social media or they stumbled upon you or only reason. Yeah. 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 I, I wouldn't know who Chris is in Raleigh. Right. It's I have not, no idea. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's or Daniel like in, in Nashville. Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like back in the day where I think my dad and I, for one time, we, uh, he got a call for a property and we went to it to do work on it. And yet the homeowner hadn't fired the previous landscaper yet. And he's there. And dad's like, what are you? And it just, it blew up from there. And dad's like, oh, never mind. I'm gone. <laughs> we never went back, never heard anything. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like that anymore. I yeah. mean, it's straightforward for us now. I think our industry has definitely come a long way. Yeah. Well, we're going to keep digging in a little bit more everyone's backstory. And, and I want to kind of talk about, you know, a little bit more about how you guys all got together. I mean, I know, Casey, you kind of you said that. Well, you kind of all did. But mm-hmm. there's a couple of questions I have with that uh, to fill in some of those gaps. I just wanted to take a moment to thank today's show sponsor, the Ramp Rack. I personally have used the Ramp Rack for one whole season. It's been an, a game changer for my business. If you're looking to level up your lawn maintenance business, mowing crews, instead of pulling a trailer through all these tight neighborhoods, you can be super efficient. 
time saving, just going from yard to yard, neighborhood to neighborhood without pulling a trailer, everything on your truck, utilizing the ramp rack. I've got a few different videos on my YouTube channel, LCR Lawn Care Rookie. You can check those out. Also, the Ramp Rack does a phenomenal job on their on their website, giving all kinds of information, pictures. You can reach out to them with questions. Go ahead and check out the Ramp Rack if you are looking to level up your lawn maintenance business like I did. All of their information and links are in the show notes. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.